Hello everybody, and welcome to a new episode of Hooked on Sports. This is John Flynn speaking with you once again, and you can subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and wherever you get your podcasting streaming services. Yeah, be, be, be sure to ch- check us out there. You can also check us out on Twitter at JohnFlynn97 and at Hooked underscore on Sports. On Instagram at Hooked underscore on Sports and JFlizzy. And you can also uh, you can also like us on Facebook as well. So, so we we have lots to get into today. I mean, I'll, I will give give you my official pick for the Tennessee Titans and the Pittsburgh Steelers tonight. I'm going to give you the rest of my picks tomorrow, so as it is a Thursday and we did not have an episode yesterday or the day before, maybe because I had I had other things going on, but. We'll we'll get we'll get into into other topics in in the world of uh, in the world of sports, but the the big big story in sports today, the Texas Rangers winning the World Series. There, there were times there where we 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 can go we can go on about about baseball and how baseball can be romantic, but but if the Dallas sports fan has been tormented. Over the last uh, over the last two dozen years, uh, really, that you you you've had all the flops with the Cowboys. You had the Terrell Owens, um, not that's not fair press conference. You had the you you had Jerry Jones botching everything. All all the times where the Cowboys have lost the NFC East, um, on on the on the in game two fifty six and of two fifty six. Of the regular season in front of a national audience, uh, we we we've had uh, we've had the the failed clock management. We've had the uh, the they had so 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 many things go 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 against them uh, through 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 the years. You had, um, I mean, you you had like th- this year the Dallas Mavericks and the trade for Kyrie Irving. Uh, pummeled them out of. Uh, not only did they not do they not make them, uh, did, did they not make the play-in tournament in a little Western Conference? They did not even make the playoffs, and they had Luka Doncic and Kyrie Irving, two of the most talented players um, in in the NBA right now. And and you also had the, the Dallas Stars, you who uh, who uh, hadn't won a Stanley Cup in 24 years. That they they came up two games short. In 2020, in in the in the bubble um, against the Tampa the Tampa Bay Lightning in the in the Stanley Cup final, and, and then then you had the Texas Rangers, a, a a team that has been tormented with with mediocrity, a, t- a team uh, whose history has uh, has been full of, of heartbreak with with not being able to 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 really get get past the Yankees in the, in the playoffs despite having the, having the, those amazing teams with Pudge Rodriguez and Juan Marichal, so and uh, the, uh, the and the at the, the tail end of Nolan Ryan's career where he where he threw his seventh no hitter and the Rangers weren't weren't able to uh, to 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 get anything going there a, a team that had uh, that had not known the postseason uh un- until 1996. And and they and they had and 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 they had some real real growing pains, um, uh, with, with it as well. And you 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 look you look at uh what what, what the the um, uh, the, the the Rangers franchise history and and it's been, uh, and it's been one one of inconsistency, one of 
uh, one of mediocrity. And 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 then they finally get to the World Series for the, for the first uh, for the first time in, in 2010. They lose to the, uh, to the San Francisco Giants uh, in in the World Series, and then the, then the following year they they lost um, in the most heartbreaking fashion the, uh, the, there ever was in 2011, where they were one strike away twice. Uh, and that uh, in, against the Cardinals in Game Six, with with David Freeze's two-run triple, with Nelson Cruz mi misjudging uh, that fly ball, and then in the tenth inning, um, it's the um, the, uh, the, the, the 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 after Josh Hamilton hits the home run, they uh, in the tenth inning to put the Rangers up by two. The, uh, the Cardinals score twice in the tenth, and then David Freeze homers in the eleventh, and when and then. Cardinals win that game. They win the following day to win the World Series. Rangers never recovered, and, and it's and it's really been 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 uh, the last eleven years had been one of uh, heartbreak and, and mediocrity as well. That you had the AOS collapse in 2012 against Baltimore. You had so the seventh inning of the 2015 ALDS Game Five against the Rangers against the, the Toronto Blue Jays, where Jose Bautista hits hits the home run. He he had the the ultimate bat. Um, the, the ultimate bat flip, um, and and the bench is empty. Then the following year, despite getting home home field advantage, they get swept again by the Rangers, uh, by uh, by the, excuse me, the, the Toronto Blue Jays, and and then it, then it's been a been a t been a tailspin towards the bottom, and it and they hit rock bottom two years ago where they lost a hundred games for the uh, for the first time since 1973, uh, in 2021, and then of course. Uh, all, all those all those changes uh, uh, need, need to be made with, with the front office and with uh, with the personnel with the with the coaching they they, they bring in Marcus Simeon and Corey Seager on on big time contracts and John Gray as well the, uh, they, they win they win win 68 games uh, they I believe they fired their manager I I think they they, they fired their manager uh, during during the middle of the season. They fired Chris Woodward in August. Then they, um, and then they have Tony Beasley, uh, and who uh, who is uh, didn't know which uh got a nice nice run as well. And they that and they they lost thirty they lost thirty two one run games last year while winning just thirteen. Of those types of games, so 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 the Rangers have as I had uh, have started to gather momentum uh, into this season, and then then this year they hired Bruce Bochy, who who has a uh, an accomplished track record, a future Hall of Fame manager. Um, to, uh, uh, got the got them to come out of retirement. They 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 bring in Jacob Degrom. They. So they they they, they, conti they continue to add they 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 developed amazing talent where they they brought up Josh Young Adolis Garcia and then then they trade for Ma for Max Scherzer at the de at the deadline they brought in Boldis Chapman they brought in Jordan Montgomery and and it all it all hit home um, on uh, this uh, this uh, this October and into November, and 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 given the way the Rangers ended their season, uh, that uh, ended the regular season, that that they, that they barely made made the playoffs, that they they had a shot at winning the division, that they lost one to nothing to to the just eliminated Seattle Mariners on the final day of the regular season, and. 
and then, and then after that, they win. Uh, they win each of their eleven road road playoff games. Uh, be, uh from the start of the playoffs to to to, to yesterday. Um, in in game five, and and capped off by the Texas Rangers winning their first World Series in franchise history, and and all of the demons. So uh, that 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 Rangers fans had 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 lived so uh that had shoved down their throats for 12 years uh the the way the, the rangers lost in inexplicable fashion in game six every single day the rangers uh there would be rangers fans that 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 would be talking about the nightmare of of how they were one strike away from the world series so uh, tw uh, twice in back-to-back -back innings and they couldn't get it done and, and but but bruce bochi was not going to let this team fail bruce bochi uh, has this had that team uh, focused and and ready, and he and he came out of retirement to win, and that's exactly what the Rangers did last night. And and to and to go into go into further detail, Bruce Bochy so, uh, uh, had had something that was different from his World Series championships that he won with San Francisco, and that was the bullpen. What what wasn't wasn't particularly dominant, and and the, and the and the Rangers bullpen had blown so many games during the regular season. They 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 found new new creative ways to uh, to lose games, uh, from uh, from June onward. That they only won one game all year, where 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 they reversed the fortune, where they came back, um, uh, after chilling after the ninth inning, and that was against the, uh, that was against uh, uh against the team that had played so well when leading after eight innings. Uh, for for the for the better part of two years in the Mets, and and the Rangers were one of two teams to beat the Mets when chilling after eight innings, uh during during the regular season. The other one was the Atlanta Braves who won 104 games. But the the, the, the but the Bruce Bochy did did not have a great bullpen, uh by any means, and and they and they they went out and and got the requisite pieces. Uh, that that they needed. We, we look at Roldis Chapman in in, the, in that bullpen, and so uh, who who really lengthened the bullpen. That they, they got, um, they they got um amazing contributions from 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 other pieces who who worked worked in bullpen came out of uh, came out of the rotation and and be thrust into the bullpen in in short series and. And in times where you can only go four man rotation, and, and that's and that's what what happened with John Gray d during this postseason. That's what happened with with Jordan Mon with um with Jordan Montgomery in Game Seven of the League Championship Series, and and and, and that's where uh, and, and 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 having the the complemented pieces for the pitching, which was the which was the question all year, and to have it all come together during during the postseason, uh, it really speaks volumes as to the manager. Uh, uh, Bruce Bochy is, and and Bruce Bochy became the the, the sixth manager in, in the history of baseball to win four World Series uh, World Series championships, joining Walter Austin with the Dodgers, Joe Torrey from the Yankees, uh, let's see, um, Co Connie Mack uh, five times for the Phila uh, for the Philadelphia Athletics in in the early twentieth century, Casey Stengel and Joe McCarthy. So who who both led led the Yankees to seven championships each. So so Bruce Bochy is is going to be up there, uh, he, uh, as one of the greatest managers in the history of Major League Baseball, and and, and he also uh, get gets the range uh, Rangers to 
uh, win multiple champion uh, to win a championship. So, uh, so that that's an incre incredible job by Bruce Bochy. Also, how about the job that Corey Seager has uh, did? Uh, the, the the season and and Corey Seager was was the big ticket item that that got the rain got the Rangers and the Rangers fans so excited uh, for the future when he signed a ten year three hundred twenty five million dollar deal just before the start of the lockout a couple of years ago and and uh, he, he had a solid season last year and and then 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 this season uh, he, uh, he he took his game uh, to a level he had never played before so he had 327 during the regular season in just in, and in just 119 games he uh, he led the American League in doubles he had 33 homers drove in 96 runs had an OPS of 170 which which is which is unreal and and Corey Seager, his absence was was dearly felt uh, during the during the Rangers um, sputtering out of control uh, in in the second half. I mean I mean in the uh, early on there because the Rangers could have won more games, but when 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 Seager came back from uh, from the from injury. So um, it, it 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 was it was a full full speed ahead for uh for um for for Seager. So, uh, so uh, other notes I I have of course he was the World Series MVP. He is the second player, position player in history to win um uh, multiple World Series MVPs and and alongside Reggie Jackson and he also joined Reggie Jackson as the as the only players to win. World Series MVPs with different teams. Reggie Jackson did it with the A's in 73 and the Yankees in 77. While Seager also did it for the Dodgers three years ago in the 2020 World Series. Which was played in its entirety in Arlington in the COVID bubble. Where where 12,000 fans were permitted to attend based on the COVID safety guidelines at the time in Texas. And Corey Seager in this World Series, so yeah, he had 286 with three homers, all came at critical times in games. He had the game-time home run in Game 1. Um, off Arizona's dominant closer Paul Seawalt, uh, then the Dolores Garcia hits, uh, hits the game-winning home run in the in the eleventh inning to win that game, and and, and that was amazing. Uh, in Game Three, he had a two-run homer um, early on um, in that game, and it was a uh, the result was three to one Texas, so that was the difference in that game. And then in Game Four, he turned a three-nothing lead into a five-nothing lead. Um, in Game Four, and in, 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 in what was a, a bullpen game for the Rangers, because uh, because uh, their scheduled starter John Gray ha had to, had to come into to uh, to, uh, to pitch the day prior because Max Scherzer wasn't able to last three innings because so uh, because because of injuries to to his back. So 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 it wasn't supposed to be that for for the Rangers, but it was a bullpen game. But Corey Seager's home run turned a three nothing game into a five nothing game. And and allowed Bruce Bochy to uh, to uh, to use his bullpen the way uh, the way the way he uh, he wanted to and the way he dreamed of, uh, allowing the the Rangers uh, dominant relievers to come in and close Game Five. Uh, it, it when the when the bullpen uh, started up with a one nothing lead in the seventh inning of Game Five. And speaking of Game Five, Zach Gallen of the Arizona Diamondbacks was was simply brilliant. And uh, he he broke up 
uh, Seager that was broke up Gallon's no hit bid with his with a soft single in the seventh against the shift, and and then he, he came around and scored a scored a run on Mitch Garver's RBI single to make it a one nothing game, and, and and that run proved to be the the series winning run. So so Corey Seager, as uh, as played nine years, he is. That he's going to turn 30 years old next year, and 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 his his career OPS is uh, OPS plus is 134. So if if Corey Seager is able to, uh, able to put together a string of healthy seasons and and, and get and get his uh and, and get his home run and RBI total uh, totals up um uh, uh, to the tune of maybe hitting tw- uh, 25 home runs a year. Uh, for, for the for the rest of his contract, he'll he'll get to near nearly 400 home runs and a and a two a 290 batting average, which I think should put him, uh, put him in the Hall of Fame, and, and and the season he had could be the harbinger of things to come for Corey Seager. He is he is that good and and talented. Um, Adoles Garcia uh got got injured. Um, at, at, in the middle of Game Three, but he left an indelible mark in baseball history, hitting uh, the walk off home run in, in Game One, which, which really set the tone for that series. And, and and the Rangers, a team that had only won two home games the entire postseason, the the, the clincher against Baltimore, the cl- uh, and and that and that walk off uh, courtesy of Garcia in Game One, Garcia. What was was tremendous, and he and he played the villain role so brilliantly, uh, with 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 his amazing home run ability. We we saw we and we saw that uh, after he, uh, the benches clearing incident in Houston, uh, with with the Astros, and then then he uh, then he showed up in Game Six and Seven, then uh, and at one point had homered in five consecutive postseason games. Only one player had 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 more. Uh, done that uh, in more consecutive postseason games than he did, on um, and Gar- and Garcia was was sim- was simply un- unreal. Josh Young, the the, uh, the likely rookie of the year in the American League, uh, uh, he he showed up in this series. Marcus Simeon, who had, who had the ho- uh, the home run to put put the, put the championship on ice in the ninth inning, he he played uh, he played in all 179 games that that. That that the that the Rangers played this season and 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 he was durable, he was reliable, and and he and he was able to uh, to do uh to to do great uh, great things um uh, as well. Other notes other notes I had Evan Carter who was the uh number eight prospect in all of baseball. He he was tremendous. That he he gave the the Rangers a lift in September when when they needed him to. And then in the playoffs, um, he had 300, um, in, including uh, go, uh, hit, including six hits in 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 this World Series. Scored a run, hit three doubles, and 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 really really did did a lot in in the critical moments for for the Rangers. Um, on on that one, that one, jo- Jonah Heim, who who was um who was the All Star catcher. This year for, for for Texas, his pitch framing ability was unreal. He is one of the best defensive catchers in all of baseball. So uh, he 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 dialed up some great game plans for Nathan Eovaldi, uh, who had to get in in and out of trouble, um, uh, in in and out of trouble at, at will throughout the course of, of that ball game, and and and. and 
and and his his defensive abilities his his abilities to throw out runners um uh, to to throw out runners at second base when 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 they uh, when when they needed to when in a in a, in a year where the uh, caught stealing percentage to uh, jump by four points thanks to the new rules so his caught stealing percentage from from nineteen percent to twenty nine percent uh is was simply impressive uh so that 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 was incredible in and on itself Nathan Eovaldi, I, I thought what was an outstanding fit for for the Texas Rangers and uh, and and his big game postseason ability uh what was well well documented uh throughout the course of the season with all the references to um to to uh, to his heroic performance in game 3 of the World Series in 2018 for the Red Sox where he pitched uh pitched 6 innings in relief uh in a game that went 18 innings a game the Dodgers won on a walk-off home run that was hit against him, but it it, it, sa- it saved Alex Cora's bullpen for games four and five of the World Series, and the bullpen uh, and and it, it, that was a big when the Red Sox won the World Series, um on on that front as well, and and in in this 2023 uh. In this 2023 postseason, so he he went five and zero. He uh, he won five of his um, uh, he won five of his six starts. So he uh, the, the home run um, that Seager hit in Game One got him off the hook for a loss there. But but in in, in this postseason, as uh, um in, in in six starts, um in, in five of those six starts, he pitched six innings and all of them were wins. And, uh, and overall, he, he went five and zero with two point nine five ERA, forty one strikeouts, ten walks. Yeah, he, he uh, is, uh, and 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 I think his most impressive start. Oh, uh, and I thought I thought really, uh, really his best start when 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 you look at the pressure, when you look at the expectations. What what was game five where where it, it was a game, mind you, that 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 um. Uh, Evaldi had his walk total for in the postseason doubled. That 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 he uh, that he, he he got a lot of runners on base. Uh, a couple of his pitches weren't, weren't working, but uh, but every single time where where the Diamondbacks had runners in scoring position, he simply got, uh, found a way to get in and out of trouble, making making the critical pitches that he needed to make uh, to go out there and, and and win that game. So. So, so, so all being told, Nate Nate Eovaldi's uh, incredible postseason uh, abilities uh, paid off in a big way, and and he is uh, tied now tied for the most wins in a single postseason uh, in Major League history, uh, with with five in, in the postseason, and, and and he had wins against uh, in each uh, each round of 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 this postseason: the wildcard game, the division series, the two wins in the league championship series. And then and then won, uh, in in the World Series in Game Five in, in the clincher. So that 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 was a tremendous in and itself. Jordan Montgomery, who 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 the Rangers traded for at the deadline from the Cardinals, he he, he was excellent. Um, uh, uh, other than his Game Two World Series start, as I uh, he 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 came in pitched incredibly well for St. Louis. Uh, uh for St. Louis. Uh, for for for, uh, for about a part of uh, of what was a year where he had a three point three one ERA and a one twenty seven 
OPS OPS plus, and then and then he was even better with the Rangers. He won 60 uh, ERA plus and a 2.79 ERA, and, and then then he he showed up in a big way in, um, in the uh, in, in, in really the the, uh, the playoffs as well, where where he where um. Whereas in the American League playoffs, he had a 2.16 ERA, came on in relief in Game Seven after Scherzer was only able to go, um, only able to get eight outs. Yeah, he he got the seven critical outs in that one, and 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 was and and and, and was key to uh, to the Rangers as well. So 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 that so so the Rangers, a team that had a lot of injury issues. Well, when, when you look at Scherzer, when you look at uh, when you look at Degrom, who, who had Tommy John surgery. By the way, both of those ex-Mets, I'll uh, I have World Series rings. But when, when, when you look at um, when, when, when you look at uh, uh, Jake, uh, look at John Gray and and, and his injury woes. Uh, but it was really uh, the, the, those guys like Jordan Montgomery who who had who had figured it out with St. Louis and then. And then applied it with Texas, and and all the Rangers starters. I mean, uh, we look at Andrew Haney. You look at um Martin Perez, and 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 Dane Dunning, uh, who uh, who started twenty six games. Well, and every single guy in the Rangers or uh, in the in the Rangers rotation. Uh, who 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 made critical starts. And, and who started games had had ERA pluses of 100 or greater, which is better than the league average. Uh, they were all above average. That there what there wasn't one major vulnerability in the, in that rotation because that they were they were pitching above above the league average. And and, and I think that uh, in in a time where the the, Ra- the Rangers ne- needed just some competent pitching. Um, in in any stretch of the any any way, shape, or form, that they, they they got it in a, in a in a big time way with with the depth and what and what the Rangers were trying to do. So it was simply incredible stuff from the the Texas Rangers. Also, uh, the, the, and I think I think the final thing uh of, of about about this is. Was that the Rangers' offense was simply incredible? That that uh, it, that they led the league in batting average, in on base percentage, in slugging percentage, in OPS, in home uh, in home runs, in hits, in runs scored. So that that the Texas Rangers were simply uh, re- relentless. The uh, the the uh, for for the way, and, and and they established that tone to me in the first sixty games of the season, where where they. Where they average six point four three runs per game, and I did some uh, some research about 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 this uh, f- uh, for for the Texas Rangers that there there only uh, that no, no team in the twenty first century had has scored more runs in, uh, in in their first sixty games of the season, uh, more than the uh, um, more than the um. Um, more than the Texas than the Texas Rangers in 2023, no 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 team had done that. Uh, had scored more than 386 runs in the team's first 60 games since 1999, when both the Seattle Mariners and the, and the then Cleveland Indians did that. And prior to that was 1950. Uh, that fam- that famed Boston Red Sox lineup. So um, 
and that team that scored more than a thousand runs. The Rangers settled for 881 runs, probably because there was a time where they where they couldn't hit with runners in scoring position. But 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 among World Series champions, uh, the 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 only the only the last time a, a team got off to such a rollicking start offensively. Uh, in in the regular season was the 1939 Yankees, a, a team that that's considered to be uh, the the greatest team that no uh, greatest team ever that nobody really talks about uh, because the uh, that team scored over a thousand runs and they were 60 games over 500 in a 154 game season. So, so so all all that was very impressive stuff. For, for the Texas Rangers, and the fact that they were able to do it as a team, and the and the fact that that they faced adversity, that they won eleven straight road road playoff games, that they they won all eleven uh, of the road playoff games. No no team in Major League, NBA, and Stanley Cup playoff history had ever won as as many road games on the road as, as the as as the Texas Rangers did. So incredible stuff. From the Texas Rangers, and and and, and I I have I have a family down in Texas. I, I I know people out there that are big big Dallas sports fans that 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 know Norton that know nothing but torture when when it comes to the Cowboys uh, in the in the last twenty five years, and I, and I've documented everything about the Cowboys and their inability to go. To the NFC Championship game, to, despite all the talent that they have, and and the parity of, the, of this league is is unlike anything uh, that that the league had seen before. Um, you, uh, you have the Mavericks, uh, other than that one uh, incredible run to to a championship led by Dirk Nowitzki, and one where LeBron James played his worst NBA Finals ever um, in in their fir- in his first season with my in Miami with Chris Bosh and Dwayne Wade. Uh, that this was going to be a team. That that we, we we didn't know what was what was going to happen to them, and that, that we knew they were trending in the right direction. I looked at my preseason predictions, and, and it, it's crazy because I had both the Texas Rangers and the Arizona Diamondbacks winning exactly seventy nine games and missing the playoffs, and both of those teams met in the World Series, and, and, and it was the Texas Rangers. Uh, with, with, with Bruce Bochy, with, with Corey Seager, with Adolis Garcia. Uh, they they were the ones that were able to uh, to get it done, and and, and this this team was simply not going to be denied a championship, and and, and that's what makes the beauty of of what of what what great teams do, and the Texas Rangers we we didn't know it or what what their playoff situation was going to be like, and, and uh, because we because you looked you looked at the scope of the American League with the Blue Jays and the Mariners and the Astros and. And the Rays pulling away from from those teams during the regular season, only for Texas to uh, to sweep Tampa, to sweep Baltimore, a team teams that, that uh teams that have won um uh ninety seven and hundred games respectively during during the regular season uh, uh regular season uh, somewhere somewhere around those that that then they go and defeat the World Series champions, the defending World Series champions in, in the American League Championship Series in, in seven games where the Rangers had to win all four games on the road against the Nationals team that 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 knows how to win and, and I and you and I told you last year and so how great I felt about uh, I uh, how I feel about how great this Houston that Houston Nationals team was with the way they were so deep in that bullpen but but the, the the Rangers beat them at their own game with with pitching and power hitting 
and, and then and then the World Series against against the team that that was built for, for uh, built brilliantly under the new rules uh, uh, with with Mike Hazen, who got a well deserved contract extension with the Diamondbacks um, after after they won the National um, I believe that that announcement came after they won the National League pennant. In, in stunning fashion, uh, getting to the World Series for the first time in 22 years. And, and they had an impressive run as well, with, uh, knocking off the Brewers, sweeping the Dodgers, you know, be, be, beating the Phillies in Game 6 and 7 on the road at, at Rocket Citizens Bank Park in Philadelphia to get to the World Series. But but it, but th- this, this was the year for the Texas Rangers. And, and now you can say, for the first time ever, the Texas Rangers are champions of baseball. A couple of interesting things to point out for for this Texas Rangers story, because Nelson Cruz, the the one who misplayed that ball in right field in Game Six of the World Series against the Cardinals in twenty in twenty eleven, preventing the Rangers from winning their first World Series, then announced his retirement today on on Adam Jones's podcast, and and Nelson Cruz, who was one of the great power hitters. Uh, of of our time and one of the most uh, underrated for 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 that matter because because uh, N- Nelson Cruz um, uh, wherever we wherever he went he he simply mashed uh, mashed the baseball uh, go, going way back to when uh to his days uh when he broke out with the Rangers as a late bloomer, he had because uh, he, he was uh, one of the great power hitters. He, of course, he hit that game-winning grand slam in the, in the ALCS against Detroit in in 2011, and then Rangers fans would crucify him for for that play. Although he uh, he put together a solid career. All things being considered, uh, as a member of the Texas Rangers, then then he, then he uh, went to Baltimore, hit 40 home runs there. Went to Seattle, so hit 40 homers a year there. And then in, in with Minnesota, he uh, he had 41 home runs in 2019. Part of that historic uh, Twins lineup that hit the first to hit over 300 home runs in a season. And, and, and so he so he will now uh, he now retires as a player in peace. He uh, I I think there are there are fans that are beginning that can now forgive him for for, for that fateful moment, similar to to how Cubs fans uh, began to forgive Steve Bartman after they uh, they won the World Series for the first time in 108 years. Of course, Steve Bartman was the was the one that that caught that foul ball in the uh, in the AL uh, in the NLCS, but. I think the blame was wrongly pointed toward Bartman that, uh, that night because that there was a routine double play ball uh, from Alex Gonzalez that should have been played, uh, but, but but the but the hate has been too much. Nelson Cruz uh, is is a heck of a ball uh, was a heck of a ball player. I think he's going to wind up, if we're being honest, in the Hall of Very Good. I I don't know necessarily about uh, about the uh, about the Hall of Fame. He he did he, he d- does have four Silver Slug awards and seven All Star appearances, but I, I he he's he's certainly going to be on the ballot when 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 he is eligible in twenty twenty nine. 
But I, I think he's going to wind up short there. But no, nonetheless, outstanding career for, for Nelson Cruz. And I think he he can now uh, uh, have his career sleep in peace knowing that the Texas Rangers have won the World Series for the first time in franchise history. So I think so that that's a, that's a note there. Now, we, we are going to do uh, our preview for, for the upcoming week in the NFL tomorrow on the podcast. So it's going to be a Football Friday preview uh, of, the, of the games coming up this weekend. But I do want to make sure, for, 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 this, for the sake of fairness, to get, get to give you my pick for tonight's game between the Tennessee Titans and the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, last week... I I had a I had a not a bad week. I went ten and six, picking the winners and losers. I went eight six and two against the spread. I'm I'm lucky that the the Jets Giants game was uh, was three points. Also, I would it would have been a disaster uh, a d- disaster on that front. But uh, I I am now uh, I went eight six and two last week. I am now fifty eight sixty one and three overall on the season. And we are playing the, the the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Tennessee Titans, and I'm looking up the the uh, the, the line we're going to use uh, for for tonight's game according to Vegas Insider because that's where I get my uh, my my spreads from. We're gonna play with the Steelers favored by two and a half points, and I'm going to pick the Steelers now. Uh, it, it, I mean, because it, it, I noted on my personal Insta story that with the after the Jaguars beat Pittsburgh, I'm now one in six by uh, p- uh, picking Steelers games this year. The one win being that insane Monday night victory against the, against the Cleveland Browns. So, so, so that, so that's what I'm what I'm up against. But so, so, so the bad news is based on the tr- uh, based on the trends. It's bad news for Steelers fans because I'm picking the Steelers, but I I feel like it, it's a it's a prime time home game. The Steelers thrive uh, in those situations because uh, it was documented their success on Monday Night Football on on ES uh, on. Uh, at home for over the last thir- 32 plus years, not losing a-, a Monday night home game for forever. But I I think you know, you, you have you have the Steelers. I think they have the coaching advantage. Uh, Kenny Pickett. I know I think he's going to play much better after that lo- after the way he uh, he played against Jacksonville on Sunday. Mind you, good good defense. But he's also going up against Will Levis, who, mind you, I loved in the draft process. And had had I known Will Levis was going to be the starting quarterback for the Titans on Sunday, I would have picked Tennessee to be to take down the Atlanta Falcons. But but this is Will Levis's first first road start, and and it, it's not uh, of the pretty variety here going up against that Steelers defense with. With T.J. Watt and uh, and company, so I I think this is a bad matchup favoring Tennessee, and I'm gonna take the Steelers to win and cover. They'll win this game, nineteen to thirteen. I'll be back here on the podcast tomorrow to to recap everything from the NFL with the trade deadline stuff, with the with the 49ers, the Bears, the Commanders, and give and give you the rest of my picks for week number nine in the NFL. So uh, until then, this is John Flynn. Saying so long, I'll be back here on the podcast. So I see you, uh, talk to you tomorrow, guys. So long.